0: This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. End of the school year, Pittsburgh Steelers. You know what comes at the end of the school year, boys and girls. It's report cards time. Mm. No one's ever done that before. Have you noticed that? You know, I was trying to drive around today and think because when I need to think about topics for the show, I just get in my car and drive around for a while and just I listen to soft rock. Okay. And then inspiration hits Would you. What did you listen to today? I don't l I'm not i am not going to tell you what I listen to. That's that's my personal business and I'd like to thank I you. I can't Stay ask out of what, my what music you listen to today. No, you cannot. But it inspired me to come up with this really original report card segment that yeah, we're gonna do I in don't this know first and how, second episode
1: of the standard today. How in the history of sports radio I don't know either. Sports television, sports I don't broadcasting get it we are the first to to come up with this idea. Well, I guess you did. So you are. The You're first. right. Thank you. I'm I am glad. the first Don't... to. I am the first to enjoy the riches of a I've... of a good co-host who comes up with ideas such as these.
0: I thank you to not glom on to my personal achievement. I did not. Thank I just gave much. you credit for it. So let's start with the offense and, Ugh. spoiler alert here, it's the offense is going to have a worse grade than the defense. I think you could have all surmised that just using your own eyes and brains watching the season that unfolded this year. But we'll start with the offense and start with the King Kahuna. Himself, the quarterback position. We're not grading players, mind you. We're grading position groups too, that's so fair. that's important to note here. For the quarterback position, I gave him an A plus. Wow! <laughs> because it's his last year. I mean, what do you want me to do? But so, if you want if, me to, if you want me to talk about Mason's grade for his one start against the Lions, that's a different story. But for Ben in the quarterback, I would give him an A plus. What's, what's Mason's individual grade? I was looking at the at the D D plus range. See, Mainly, I would have gone.
1: I would have gone a little more. I would have been a little easier on
0: him. Well, the reason why I'm not like C-plus is because that pass to Ray Ray McLeod yeah. was such an easy pass.
1: Should have been a touchdown. Yeah, if
0: he makes that pass and he scores a touchdown here's there, why I'll that's say, a B performance maybe if he here's scores. Here's why
1: I say I'll go lighter or I'll go lighter on him. I'll say C, because what's that one term that all of our college professors love to use if they knew people were skipping class? Hey, man, C's get degrees. And so I think of C as kind of a tie. So when I look at Mason's once start... But he didn't
0: get his degree because they didn't get the win. But he
1: got the tie. So that would mean you have to stay an extra year and go back to school for he a did. fifth year. He, got, he, <laughs> went, he stayed for the extra period. He stayed for overtime. It took all the way until then.
0: I, I and then it wasn't his
1: fault. It wasn't his fault that... Deontay and Pat Fryerman both fumbled those balls. That's
0: fair. That's fair, too. That game was a disaster in more people's account, not just no, Mason not, Rudolph. That's why
1: I said I'm going to go easier on I'm him. I'm
0: going to give him a D, though. i will give him a solid D. But Ben and the a main quarterback, A+. plus. I'm giving wow. him an A+. Plus. Listen.
1: Listen. He
0: made the playoffs. He beat the Ravens and the Browns two times each. Two of them back-to-back on his way out of the season to get into the playoffs when a must-wins games when you also needed some help. Six fourth-quarter comebacks, six game-winning drives, career highs in both those categories. If this was Ben's third to last year or fourth to last year, maybe I'd give him a B-minus or a C-plus even. But it's his last year. He was pretty much shot from the beginning. What did you expect from him? I certainly didn't expect him to do as well as he did in moments this year, lead the comebacks that he did. That this year helped this team, you know, kind of who were floating in the water aimlessly for three quarters as their defense kept them into games, finally break through offensively in the fourth quarter. That was all on Ben. So I'll give him an A plus. Why not?
1: That's fair. It's
0: like that one senior kid you love. He's on the way out the door. But <laughs> it's graphic this... design. Who cares? A plus.
1: Okay. I could see it. Would I would say position? I would say
0: B. That's so unbelievably disrespectful. B for you. Ben.
1: I can't believe. I can't, disrespectful? I'm being alliterative. I can't alliterative believe how disrespectful
0: here. you gave Ben a B in his last year ever that's okay mm. why would you give him a B though
1: okay so what brought him up is what you just mentioned the comeback wins the 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 game winning drives or the game tying drives us into overtime and right. eventually win the game great what brought him down what brought him down from an A to the B is the lack of mobility, (laughs) the lack of accuracy down the field. A.k.a. no mobility. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, there were limitations to this offense because of Ben's age. And I don't know if we'll see the full capabilities of the offense next year with Matt Canada working with a younger guy who can be more mobile in the pocket. Right. But we do know that what Matt Canada likes to do ben kind of yeah it's conducive not fit that to the
0: mobility in the pocket mm-hmm. like you need that to run the canada offense all right i'll let you slide with a b for ben
1: it's not it's not a c like mason
0: and like i said if this was a different year for me i might you give went him a, a c plus a plus, plus. I, it's the third time i've had plus, to ask plus. because i really can't
1: I'm you know, I, I forgot home. how i you know <laughs> what's that michael scott quote you know what i'm talking about
0: I don't know what where he goes. About. Like
1: you know, I thought my presentation was an A plus, but I forgot there's such a thing as an A, a plus, plus
0: plus, and that's what I would officially categorize as my quarterback grade for Big Ben. Just remember, Ben, when you're listening, I gave you an A plus, and Jacob was the one that gave you a B, B for Ben. <laughs> B for Big Ben. All right, moving on to the halfback groups. I bet you're gonna also kind
1: of look at me funny for this one too. Wait, before we get to it, oh, okay. What happened to people stopping calling it the halfback? I don't know. Is it by definition that we did? Well, you just said halfback, and I'm like, when was the last time I actually heard someone
0: use the term halfback? I don't know, but I'm glad you brought that up to everybody's attention. I'm sure everybody at home is just enthralled. It sounds like they are. You ready for this? You ready for this? You're not going to agree with me. I don't think. Okay, I'm giving them a B. Are you okay with that? I thought you'd be like, I can't
1: believe you're going to give him a B. Did you think I should have? I would have graded higher or lower. Well, I think Najee on
0: on his own, Najee like an an A. A. Okay, so you're with me. You're picking up what I'm putting down. There's no, just no depth there.
1: But did you think I was going to say overall I thought you were, lower?
0: I, yeah, lower. I thought you were going to go A.
1: See, the thing is, the the sample size of Najee Harris compared to everybody else is such a drastic difference that it's hard for me to really be able to average mm-hmm. the entire running back group. said running back that time. Uh
0: you blew it. So, you had one chance and you
1: blew it already. I know, right I back did. to the
0: default.
1: It's hard for me to average the running backs as a whole and not consider how much weight Najee carried to the fact that or to the extent that I would have to bring the entire running back grade down just because the other guys weren't nearly as good but also had so much little to do with the actual offense. Yeah, I mean
0: conversion. they they're limited limited touches is an understatement as far as the rest of the running backs. Our concern, Najee Harris. Uh, I mean, looking at the postseason stats, here's a question default, too. His, his numbers just dwarf everybody else as far as he had 307 attempts on the ground. Do you want to know what the next highest attempt on the ground is for the Steelers? He
1: had how many? Do you think it's
0: over or under 50? He had how many? Najee had 307 attempts on
1: the ground. I would guess it's under 30 for the Ooh, next guy. Am I right there? You're wrong. 36 for oh. Benny Snell. Oh. Benny Snell got 36 carries.
0: You look at guys like Belage. He only had 12 Even Le'Veon.
1: Even Le'Veon's carries weren't that skewed, especially in the D'Angelo Williams years. Yeah. D'Angelo was getting a lot of touches. More than 36. That's for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. D'Angelo was getting 36 in a game at, at the early part of the season. Granted, Le'Veon wasn't there. I'll give you 20 bucks if you can tell me who had the
0: third most rushing
1: attempt. Behind... Is, is it no. not Kalen Bellage? Not Balage. I couldn't tell you.
0: Ben Roethlisberger. Wow. <laughs> A plus. There you go. Twenty rushes, five yards. Big Ben, baby. Way to get it done. And
1: how how poetic too is it that Najee really had that great game against Cleveland to when so he ran for one hundred and eighty six. Yeah. But not only that. Did you know up until that game who was. Who on the Steelers was responsible for the longest run by
0: the team? I do know this one. It's Mason Rudolph. It's Mason Rudolph not against the Lions. But not, but not
1: not by week eight or week seventeen against the Browns. That's right, Najee. How how bad would that have been though?
0: It would have been bad. Najee adjudicated it though. And yeah. I think how you were saying the rest of the group being so lackluster brought his the total grade down. I think it also works the other way where it's like Wow, the backups were terrible for the Steelers this year. I I'm, I'm hate to use that kind of harsh of a term, but it's true. And he was so damn electrifying good that I'm still putting him at a B. Like, I'm still he up in that He still B ran for
1: 1,200 yards. Yes. Double-digit touchdowns. Yes. Nearly 500 yards receiving. And a lot of those we know, he caught the ball in the backfield. And had to make some Right? It wasn't it wasn't like a Chase Claypool or Deontay down the field. Man, it would have been so nice. if It he was had a gotten, lot of yak. If he would have gotten
0: just... Thirty-three more yards to get to around five hundred for receiving yards. I that, mean, the guy still nice.
1: eclipsed seventeen hundred yards total. I, I know. From scrimmage.
0: Phenomenal season. We speculated this year, before the season started, great year for him would be to get to fifteen hundred total yards. Guess and what? He, he surpassed did that. So he, he's by more than ahead of expectations, and he had to work his way towards it. Double-digit touchdowns too. Three point nine that. yards per carry.
1: Not just not just doing effectively through yardage, but finding the end zone as well
0: seven touchdowns via the ground three via the air moving on to the wide receiver in your room mm-hmm. i don't think there's any doubt this is one of the most disappointing groups of
1: i would say probably the most disappointing i still gave them because a... of because of expectations yes that were set and then the failure to meet those expectations i would say this is the most disappointing
0: i'd still give them a c minus the wide receivers um I think it was probably trending towards a B a lot of the year. And then at the end of the year, the bottom really came out on all of them. I mean, Mm -hmm. Chase had his problems throughout the season. And then Deontay, ever since complaining about being a snub in the Pro Bowl, basically after the Chiefs game, and then ending up going to the Pro Bowl when it was all said and done, ironically, you know, ever since then they've really taken a big step back drastically. The drops have come back to the forefront of people's minds. Ball security is a question that people are worried about. So, you know, I think as they were sputtering along, they were probably a B, B minus in my mind, but that was still underachieving from where sure. we thought they would be. And now I have them at a C minus because they're borderline D with all those drops. I mean, drops is the one thing you really can't have at all with a receiving room, and that's the biggest plague that the Steelers have. I mean, you have a thousand yard receiver, you have another one nipping at the heels of a thousand yards, just one hundred and forty more yards, and Chase Claypool's there, but all the negative things on top of that really undo it. And it's just because of those statistical numbers, eight touchdowns from Deontay mm-hmm. chase getting 860 yards and chase also doing some damage on the ground as well. Uh, 96 Very yards, involved. third leading rusher for the Steelers with 96 yards on the ground this year. So I give him a C minus because there is some good skillful things they did, but you know, with Juju going down, Deontay and Chase were really the only two guys. I mean, yeah, they tried to force the ball to Ray Ray McLeod a lot, but so, okay. that, that experiment's not going anywhere. So right?
1: here's my question. With Ray Ray's involvement, right, it, it's not what we wanted to see, but I believe he made the most of it.
0: Ray Ray did. I think so. I think there was a couple of catches he wished he would have had back and he would have if he made, it would have been like a ooh, wow, that's a big sta- statement catch from Ray Ray. And then I think there was other ones that you saw him make especially in that Ravens game where you're like, "Oh, wow. That's a big time catch, Ray-Ray." Thank you for helping. <laughs> so,
1: what would you grade individually for Ray-Ray? Based
0: on his own individual Because I think it's hard like I think it's B- probably the hardest on one. Him. He didn't know his whole role this year was supposed to be just punt and kick returner. And he was thrust into the number three wide receiver after all the injuries happened, basically. And I, I would give him a B minus. You know what's ironic him.
1: about that? But I bet you that's the highest graded receiver you have on this team.
0: No, I'd put Deontay at a B still. At a B. Yeah, just because the drops. The drop hundred sixty one yards, it's seven touchdowns, eight touchdowns, excuse me.
1: Drops with the recency bias coming toward the end of the season. That's why you're
0: doing it. Yeah. yeah but I, I am. I'd still give him a B. I'd but still Chase good Would
1: you give any better than a C plus? C for Chase? See,
0: that's the the thing is, like, he didn't do well off the field, and his whole shenanigans in the Vikings game was when it hit rock bottom. But he kind of did come on at the end of the year and do some nice things. And I really, I'm going to pound the table. You're going to hear me do this a lot on our show in the offseason. For that Debo Samuel role with him as a runner, I think he's really built for that.
1: It wouldn't shock me if Kyle Shanahan watched some Steelers tape and said, Oh, look at that. We can do that. And then they picked up Debo Samuel. Or, or they they increased Debo's it role. It would shock me if that's
0: what they did. I think Shanahan's ahead of the
1: curve. Yeah, no offense, but but yeah. just ironic how I'd at the beginning of the season I'd give him a C plus. At the beginning of the season, Chase was in that the role. Guy. I and to then kind one. of faded from it, and and Debo really came into his own as the season progressed.
0: What was your total grade? Did you ever give it? I gave a C minus for the receivers.
1: Uh, i I agree with you. I'd say C minus C.
0: Tight end room. I'm giving the tight ends a B plus. I would and have I, gone. I would have gone A minus. Hey, that's fine. I'll I'll let you go A minus without much pushback. Yeah, B plus A minus. Uh, you found your number one in Friermuth. You know it's funny. We give them this grade, and that's. I'm just thinking right now. They lost a tight end this year. Technically, they're number one to start the season. They he lost was Ebron. Kind of just falling down the depth chart, and then he was injured throughout the but, rest of the season. But the
1: duo of Friermuth and Gentry, yeah, deserve a, a lot
0: of. Praise. And Raiders is just a beefy dude. Raider
1: whenever he comes out there.
0: If you're gonna go thirteen her, personnel and get three tight ends, Raider's a great third tight end because you, you're running the ball if you're going 13. But
1: also gentry's a bigger dude as well.
0: He beefed up. I think Firemouth is gonna have a big time weight room transformation this off. I mean we
1: know that Tomlin wants Firemouth to be involved in the run blocking game.
0: From day one, he said that. And I think it was just very happy accident that oh, Gentry and Raider kind of emerged as really good at that too. And now on top of those two, we can make mm. our thoroughbred who's also dropping seven touchdowns on people's heads and really good in the receiving game, third re- leading receiver on the team this year. We can make him a stud at run blocking too, mm-hmm. finally get that whole gronk kind of aspect to his game rounded out. And now we're cooking with gas at this position. So I think tight end is B+, plus and really a lot I of future said, there too. Like, oh, absolutely.
1: All three guys are young. All three guys have potential, and it's led by, by Pat Fryer. And that's through. what's
0: the key is that there's a stud at the top. Right? It's not just Gentry and Raider are really nothing if they don't it's have. Kinda, the
1: it's kind of it's 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 dissimilar to what we've been talking about with the wide receivers, saying Young, Chase Claypool, Juju. When we thought that there would be a long future there with him, but Deontay, Chase, Juju, throw in James Washington, even if you wanted to. All guys are young, but no one really stood head and shoulders above the others. Here you are, you have Gentry, you have Raider, but you have Big Pat Fryermuth leading the way. You mentioned thirteen personnel. It made me think—it made me start to think, when was the last time the Steelers had three legitimate— I'm not calling all three guys legitimate, but three tight ends. I don't know if they ever really have.
0: I mean, you've got the, the Miller and Spath comes to mind, right. and then you've Jesse McDonald James. And McDonald and Jesse James, yeah. You know, it's been a one-two punch. They tried LaDerry's screen for a, a stretch around there. For, like, three games, and McDonald right. and Green, and then that didn't work out. We're but. forgetting one guy. Um...
1: Very there's recent. been other
0: ones too, like Heath had other running Ex-Grimble mates too. X Grimble is the one that Xavier I, Grimble. Yeah, ex- yeah. There's been running mates for the guys too, but it all it all has to come together by having that guy, that Heath Miller. So guy.
1: with that thirteen personnel in mind, does that mean that Derek Watt may find himself off the team?
0: He's probably the best special teams player in the NFL. He makes you could make the argument. argument for every that.
1: time you see the Steelers in punt formation or in punt coverage, Yeah, there's like a seven out of 10 chance he's making that. Talent. And
0: his contract's going to look less and less daunting as the cap space opens up more and more. Like, I know it looked kind of bad when the cap was tight to give a fullback three mil, but that's going to look a lot easier on you when it's, you know, 40 million. Is open to use and play with, and oh, who cares? We're paying this guy, and he's a great special teamer. Like it's not like it's like you're paying him this contract and he does nothing for you. Mm -hmm. And honestly, he the the block that Najee was sprung for the touchdown against the Browns was the Derek Watt block. Derek Watt came over and sealed the hole, and Najee went through. Like he does it when he's called upon. It's just they just just don't use him. Yeah, so. That's where you question if the contract is right. worth it or not. Not right. in his production. No, 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 not it. at all. I think he's one of the better fullbacks in the but league. But if you
1: decide to bring back all three tight ends, you're going to obviously have to choose between using one of those guys and using him.
0: Fair point. Or use all four. You just beef it the
1: hell up. Jeez. Can you imagine? Offensive line. Okay, so I have a feeling between this and the defense – this is going to be both our lowest graded unit. Am I wrong? I wouldn't be so sure about that. Whoa. But
0: okay, it's, but, it's by, you, but it's only but it's only by a technicality for me. I so. bet you I can guess which is second. No, you can't because I haven't even told you the twists. But you'll find out okay. about the twists later. Great. There's always a twist. I got D plus for my offensive line.
1: I would have said D. Yeah, D minus. I mean,
0: they don't deserve anything higher than the D range, and.
1: I would have said D-minus. I
0: think that the only reason we don't say F is because they actually were blocking for an 1,000-yard rusher, so I guess you have to give some credit to them for that, even though it's 90% the lion's share going to Najee. And there was some moments of flash where you go, Dan Moore Jr. might be a guy, where you go... Okay, I see some things here from Kendrick Green, but maybe not as a center, maybe a move of a position. Kevin
1: Dodson went healthy.
0: Yeah. So that's why I probably land in the D range, but that's really Another grasping thing. at straws. Yeah, uh, anyway. absolutely.
1: If you were to give this not just a letter grade, but a pass fail on the year, does Kendrick Green pass this year? I would say no. no. I would say fail. Trey Turner, fail. Chooks, I wanted fail. more out
0: of Trey Turner for sure. Trey- I wanted that veteran leadership presence, but I think his knee, he just can't do it anymore. Like He's just not, I don't know if it's his fault, it's just yeah. he's not the level that he was when he was in the L.A. And, yeah. or San Diego,
1: I guess, when he was there in Carolina way back when. Chooks, fail. Yeah, fail for Chooks. And then Banner, I have to say fail, but not necessarily his fault, he just wasn't out there enough. And he
0: never played. And when he was out they didn't use him, which right. means that he's just not that good. So he's more nothing more than just a a, a swing guy. I mean, so, right now he's listed as like third on their depth chart.
1: And then you have guys like Haig, you have LeGlue. LeGlue
0: stepped up. I'd give LeGlue a, pla- a pass just because he he, because he came he, in he and had then no he was the starter for of, the rest of the year.
1: Of ever starting, right? Yeah,
0: and he they were trying to figure out how to replace Dotson when he was down, and it ended up becoming down for the count. And once LeGlue was in, I mean, it wasn't always pretty, but mm. it was pretty enough where he was the starter for the rest of the season including a playoff game in Arrowhead Stadium. So, so I'll
1: pass LeGlue, I'll pass Dotson, and I'll pass Dan Moore.
0: Dotson you pass just because the potential is still there, right? And sure. And he got injured, but his season wasn't amazing. Even when he was offense.
1: in, he wasn't great.
0: No, I honestly would pass J.C. Hasenauer, too. That's fair. And I think, honestly, would have loved to have gotten in the time machine with Doc Brown, gone back, put Kendrick Green at one of the guards. probably To start. To start. And, and have Haas play center. And just see how it would have gone at the beginning of the year. Maybe Green And then, plays then develop a that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good hypothetical avenue yeah. that I would like to explore. But alas, you can't do that. So you got to try to figure out if you can go with Kendrick Green moving forward at center or is it time to make the move? I think it might be time to make the move.
1: I think even though it's pretty upsetting to admit, you have to make the move.
0: All right, and finally, last position group, and this is the twist.
1: Okay, here we go.
0: Kicker. Kicker's gonna be in the offense. The punter's gonna be in the defense. That was the twist there. Oh there. Makes sense, right? You know, kicker does the offensive duties, the punter punts it out for the defense to have good field position. I'm pretty smart. I just wanted to highlight that. I'm gonna give the kicker an A. I think you're gonna give him a lower grade. No, I was I was gonna say A. The only reason I didn't give him an A plus is because because he did kind of miss a couple kicks here. There was like
1: three games in a row, he missed a field goal and then he missed an extra point somewhere along the lines. But he's nails in general. Absolutely. I I mean, mean, when it counts, he did it against Cleveland, he did it against Baltimore.
0: Absolutely. And if he had to against Kansas City in the playoff game, I no doubt he would do it.
1: He did do it against Kansas City in the playoffs. I I, mean, five years ago.
0: I honestly, that's a good point. I honestly think the AFC North might have the three best kickers in football.
1: McPherson, Tucker, Tucker and 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 Boss. Like, it's a real... McPherson is so weird, too, because that Green Bay game... I just can't let go of when he missed like five field goals in one game. Yeah, that's... and then on the opposite side of the ball, Mason Crosby missed like three or four. Also, and now
0: you fast forward, and McPherson's what is it? The he's the rookie record, right, for his most. Yeah, he's like twelve for twelve yes. or ten for ten or something like that. He has not he has not missed a field goal in the postseason yet,
1: and he's, he's been kicking he's some a high
0: leverage field goals. Like,
1: well, let's think about it. In against Vegas, uh, it didn't, it didn't come down to a last second field goal. But, but he it was had a close game to get there the were lead. close It was a close game, right? Tennessee game winner. Uh and then again Kansas City. Kansas City game winner. You
0: missed that one in overtime against Kansas City with a chance to end it. Like that's that might, that's that might a, be like a super high leverage. I know people would be like, Well, the game was tied, so if he misses it, your defense still has a shot. <laughs> your defense just stopped Patrick Mahomes once. Do you think he's gonna, gonna do it a second? Twice? Or, okay, so even more. You yeah. think they are gonna do it a third straight time? Right.
1: You're 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 really poking That's the nails. devil there.
0: That's nails. And Joe Burrow saying he's coming over to him on the Sunday. We're going well, how to the H- Super game. How great is that?
1: And then I don't know if he ever came out and said if he did the same thing against we're Kansas City. But Bowl? Romo, Romo, Tony, made the call after he made the kick. said, he went up to Zach Taylor. He said, buddy, we're going to the Super Bowl.
0: You got nothing to worry about. Don't get me started on Romo, man. He was saying some Wild stuff yeah. at the end of that Kansas City Chiefs Bengals game, including at the point where before they kicked the field goal with McPherson, he was like, "The Bengals are going to the Super Bowl, Jim. Can you believe this?" And I'm like, "What are you talking? He's He's like, missed field goals." But he also all the time.
1: did a a, a funny self own. He said, "You just got to make sure the snap is good. People have, have mishandled the snap here in that the playoffs. Was
0: masterfully done. Yes, I explained to my wife what he meant by that. That he famously botched the snap and ruined the Cowboys."
1: Defining moment of his career, probably. Uh, He goes on to win
0: four Super Bowls for the Cowboys if he holds that. If he doesn't do that. So So there it is. Now they lose every playoff game that he ever plays in.
1: Is that the defining play of his career? I think so. I would say so, Or the Dez
0: catch that wasn't a catch.
1: Neither good. (laughs) Neither good.
0: Overall grade for the offense, C-. minus. Yeah, it's fair. I I would say
1: maybe even C just because of, again, Najee and Ben getting yeah, a lot better. spots is why you would to Ben doing go better it. and Ben leading the offense, and then Najee. I could even say C+. plus. You can convince me of that.
0: You know, it's really sad. I have ESPN's depth chart pulled up right now, and Mason Rudolph's number one. There's no Ben. There's no Ben it it anywhere to be so found. sad. <sighs> all right, that'll do it for this episode of Steelers Standard. We're going to do report cards for the defensive side of the ball in the next episode, so just roll right on over into that one. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman, and we'll talk to you next time.